Listener Production. We're on track to have one of the largest daily declines in weeks on the Aussie share market. And how did Aussie shares react to the latest job figures? Good afternoon, I'm Steve. I'm Craig. It's Thursday the 19th of October. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Mr Craig James. Not a good day on the market. Not, not a good day. We're back together again, but the market is slumping as we head into the close, down roughly 1.5%. And for the ASX 200, it means... We're back below 7,000 points again, which means we haven't been lower in close to two weeks. And there have been lots of moving parts and drivers of markets at the moment. But the escalating conflict in Gaza, that's continuing to play a part at least. And it's seeing you know, certain movements in markets like high oil prices, mm. but also a flight to safety to gold and gold prices and a few gold stocks have generally been doing quite well off the back of this as well. But also data out of the US this week has continued to highlight a solid economy on both property market and retail spending that people are still spending at the shops, regardless of all the rate hikes they've had. So that's creating some concerns about higher rates. But today, locally, had that update on Aussie jobs, and that really was a very important update for us this week. Yeah, employment was uh, lower than expected or smaller than expected. Only 6,700 jobs created in September. The market analysts were looking for 20,000. The unemployment rate fell from 3.7% to 3.6%, but that's largely due to a fall in the participation rate. But we still have a fairly tight job market. We've still got employment growth above longer-term averages at 2.8%, and we've still got a jobless rate not far off um, uh, 50-year lows. So in our view, it still leaves the door open for a rate hike on Melbourne Cup Day. Yes, I guess the the takeaway here was that, yes, we've had fewer jobs added, but... The unemployment rate, as you say, improved a little. That wasn't expected because of the participation rate. So I guess the labour market is still strong enough that the doors open for rate hikes. And it's amazing how quickly things can change as far as what experts and markets are generally thinking about this. Because at the start of the week, the market was pricing in a 5% chance of a rate hike on Melbourne Cup Day, which is the next time the RBA meets next. That jumped up to 20% right after the release of the Reserve Bank board minutes, because we found out on Tuesday that the RBA was considering a potential rate hike at the start of this month. And then we had a slight lift off the back of that as well following these job numbers. So now roughly a 25% chance that we could see a rate hike as far as what markets are currently pricing. And so moving forward from here, for those that are looking at rates and it has an impact on their lives, what's what are the next things that you think we should be watching? Inflation. The, the inflation mm. figures are super important. A bit under a week from now, uh, next Wednesday, we'll see the, the lowest inflation figures and it will be very much influenced by something like a 7% increase in the price of petrol. So it's not going to be super pretty reading, but it, it depends how the, the Reserve Bank interprets some of those special factors that are going to influence a higher inflation figure. Yeah, so that's going to be a big one next Wednesday. It's a quarterly update, so we don't get it very often. It's the one that the RBA watches most carefully Mm. rather than those monthly ones that are a bit timelier. But we also get those figures on how much we're all spending, the retail trade numbers on the 30th. 30th, So right at the end of the month. So that's another one to watch. But let's look at the stock market response today because there didn't seem to be much reaction, I guess, from the share market. But currencies did move around a little. Yeah, the, uh, the Aussie dollar was well above 63 cents, close to 63 and a half cents, and now it's trading about 63 cents. Mm. So certainly it's softened on, on the back of that. Good news or bad news? Well, if you're a gold producer, it's very much good news for you because the gold price has been going up, Australian dollar going down. Gold price is at a record high in Australian dollar terms. 
And, and companies like Northern Star was up in the order of 4% today. Gold Road up around about 1.6%. Regis Resources around about 1% higher. Yeah, exactly. So across the market today, all 11 sectors are down. And in fact, nine of 11 sectors are falling by more than 1%. So really a broad base declines. Roughly 30 of uh, of the 200 biggest stocks on the market rose today. So there really weren't too many winners. And you're right to point out the gold miners, because partly because of what's happening in, in Gaza and Israel as well. Gold prices have generally moved higher. So they're up roughly 5% this month, up again in overnight trade. And stocks like Northern Star, which also handed down a quarterly update today and reiterated their goals for cost and productions for the year, was certainly some of the best performers. But there were quite a few other stocks in focus today. ARB, which basically produces accessories for four-wheel drives, and its sales growth was up by 0.7% in the first quarter, says the aftermarket order book remains strong. Gross margins have returned to the levels of the financial years of 2021 and 2022, and its uh, share price was up by 4.4% today. Yes, one of the best performers. Also, the the standout today has been Webit Nano, WBT. It's up about 6.8% with just a minute or so of trade remaining. So very much a standout. This is a semiconductor company that announced an agreement with a South Korean firm. That's one of the world's biggest chip making nations, of course, and it's licensing some of its memory technology. So it's not sure exactly what is going to mean financially for the group, but it said it's going to depend on the number of customers who sign up to use the tech. However, they did go on to say that it's a strategically important agreement. So one of the best today. Nick Scarley came out with its sales. It was uh, lower than the expected sales. And uh, the first half profit is likely to be between 40 and $42 million. That's well down from the first half of 2023 financial year of $60.6 million. But investors seem to like the fact that Nick Scarley and, and Plush Stores are likely to be expanding their numbers from around about 107 at the moment to around about 180. So on the day, they were down by a bit under 1%, so outperforming the, the overall market. Qantas is continuing to struggle at the moment on the share market. It's down about 2.5%. It's shed around 20% of its share price since the start of this calendar year. Now, today, it said it's ending its proposed takeover of Alliance Aviation, its small arrival, was going to pay about $760 million, or well, that's how much the deal was worth. But six months ago, the ACCC knocked the idea back, citing there were competition concerns because they're both key suppliers to mining and energy companies and those fly-in, fly-out workers, particularly in Queensland and, and WA. But Qantas is officially, I guess, walking away from this now. And, you know, we did discuss this a bit earlier, uh, Craig, in the day that, you know, war can see oil prices lift, but it can also be a negative, I guess, for, for travel overall. Very much the case. Two of the big losers today was Telex Pharmaceuticals down over 10%, despite a positive result for its TLX591 candidate to combat prostate cancer. It was down today in the order of 10%. And the other one was a fund manager, Net Wealth. It indicated elevated levels of outflows for, for the quarter and its uh, share price down in the order of 8%. Okay, so let's look forward finally at tonight, some of the stuff that's out, and then tomorrow as well on the Aussie market. Tonight, there are a few things to watch. Just watch company earnings. We've had Netflix after the bell. Its yep. share price was up the over, around about 12%, I think. Yeah, and after hours After trade, hours right? trade, yep. um, had a positive reaction to its earnings figures, but Tesla shares were down in the order of 4%. And that's what we've got to watch. We've got to see the response from the individual investors to some of these big names that are coming through. Yeah, because they came out after market close. So I guess yes. this is kind of the, the first opportunity to see what kind of impact it's going to have on Correct. markets. And mm. there will be two to certainly watch. 
Tesla and Telstra, always difficult to not get those two <laughs> mixed up when we're talking about it. But also we've got some other big names out uh, in overnight trade, AT&T, Blackstone, Philip Morris, just to name a few. We've got three members of the Federal Reserve, the US Central Bank, also delivering talks tonight. So, And also Jerome Powell, I believe, the, the big boss out of the US, is expected to speak very early this morning, 3.30 a.m., I think, tomorrow morning. Yeah, so um, it will provide an influence in terms of uh, trade right at the end of the, the U.S. session, so we'll have to follow that through. And uh, yep. it, it's all about momentum in terms of markets, and if we get some corporate earnings, which should surprise on the upside, and then he you know, sort of comes in and you know, sort of prepares the, the market to just stay on the sidelines in terms of interest rates, you know, so that could have a, quite a dramatic effect in terms of the overall market. Yeah, and tomorrow's going to be much quieter in Australia as far mm. as company news and economic data is concerned. So we've got a few dividend payments from the likes of KMD, Kelsian Group, and Austal and ARB as well. But then you've got Whitehaven, Ultium, and a few others also releasing quarterly updates. That's probably it. Indeed. Have a good night, everyone. See you later. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067-254-399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. (laughs) 